Greetings, members of the Planetary Union. I am Communications Officer Asimov, and I have been tasked with introducing this podcast to you. The recording you are about to hear is brought to you by Captain Greggy Hochstetler and First Mates Miranda Fisher, Tim Treese, and alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Follow at Official Orville on Twitter to see all information dispatches from the crew, and go to officialorville.space to leave a comment on an episode or find links to subscribe to the show or rate and review us on iTunes. The mission is to explore the space. This is the official The Orville Podcast. Goddamn, goddamn, maybe it's those thighs that kill me from time to time. I'm the only one that sends shivers up your spine. Oh, I know how you like it, and I know that you like to ride it. Hello, all you aliens in the Planetary Union. Welcome to the official The Orville Podcast. I'm the podcast Captain Greggy, uh, and with me are my best first mates. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've got first mate Miranda Fisher, the security officer. Hello, Miranda. Welcome to the show. Hello, Alex Arborday. I still say that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. I mean, it is Alex Arborday. Every day we record is Alex Arborday. <laughs> yeah. I'm still holding out hope that we're going to get new Alex Arbor music in 2019. Like he, I mean, it's only January, so it seems like a good yeah. bet at this yeah. point. And he keeps saying he's going to. I just feel like I've been waiting so long, you know? Yeah, he, he'll be uh, he'll be dropping some new stuff soon. I got a feeling. Oh, who is that voice? <laughs> We've also got alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien here. Kevin, welcome to the show. Ahoy, mateys, and... Uh... The Alex Harbor data, almost the listeners. <laughs> Into you. Oh, well, thank you. I was just thinking maybe he needed, like, his last big song that I, I think was The Broken or More Evolved. So now that Glass is out, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe it's going to inspire it again. But uh, wait, how how long was it before between that first movie and The Broken or More Evolved? Yeah, I think it was like once it came out on like video, you know, like on DVD or whatever. Okay. So we've got a little bit longer before the, the Glass song is going to come out. Alice Harbour has the same sort of uh, like respect for art and you have to take at least several months to digest it and pause it to understand it before you can you know like turn it <laughs> turn it into your own art like we yeah do. well he didn't want to spoil anybody with his movie or with his song i mean so yeah, he waited true. until everyone got a chance to see it and then he did drop he dropped a track and it's like well it was a youtube video and it said it was like three and a half minutes long and then when you click play it was just just like go see glass in theaters and <laughs> If you want to understand my next song, go see Glass. That must be why Glass is doing so well. Alex Arbor is shilling for it. Yeah. I was checking the voicemails the other day. Usually we don't do voicemails right at the beginning of the show. Oh, wait. Tim's not here. Yeah, Tim's not here. Tim, (laughs) I don't even know what, I don't even know what this kid anymore, you know? I'm so worried about him. We tell him we're going to do the podcast. We tell him the time. And, and he's he, just like, 
Yeah. I have to I have to masturbate at that time. <laughs> oh yeah, he's drinking off again. <laughs> yeah, so I'm worried about him. I'm I'm worried he's gonna chafe. He's always wearing those special gloves. <laughs> yeah. He's like the doctor gave me these because I have like hand issues. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that's because you keep masturbating too. <laughs> Yeah, I think the doctor gave I think the doctor gave him to him to like stop him from doing it, but it seems like he's just incorporated that into his whole thing now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he likes to do it more with these gloves. Yeah. He's like a quarterback in the in the winter in the <laughs> in the winter. Yes. These competitive gloves they have now, it's incredible. Yeah. If he ever takes off his gloves, he's gonna be able to drink off so fast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you're saying these gloves are like weighted gloves, right, and exactly. when you shed them, they That's like where I thought you were going with it. And it's like, dum, dum. And he's like, ha, 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 you, you, you idiots! <laughs> I can jerk off ten times as fast. <laughs> well, good luck to him. <laughs> yeah, good luck to you, Tim. Uh, but yeah, here's this voicemail. Let's listen to this. Uh, hey guys, it's Casey here, and uh, maybe you could bleep out my name because I have some pretty <laughs> confidential information to share with you guys. I was recently a background actor for a certain TV show, and I legally cannot say what show. And there was a certain guest actor there, and I legally cannot say who the guest actor was, but he may or may not also be a cast member of the Orville. Now, I was there for four days. I was going to wait for the fifth day to ask him questions about his role in the Orville, but they cut my fifth day, so I never got a chance to ask those questions. But he actually called me and left a message to play for you, so I'm going to play his message for you real quick. Hello, it is me, the actor who you like so much. I just wanted to say that I love your podcast, and it's better than all of the competitors, especially Planetary Union podcast. Goodbye. Um, yep, so there you have it. Uh, it's a hit. Uh, thanks, guys. Love you. Happy Arbor Day. Alex Arbor Day. Uh, yeah, bye. Okay, so when I heard that voicemail, I knew that... And in several months, when this episode of the TV show came out, we had to get the man himself, Casey, on the show. So, welcome to the show, TV expert Casey. Hi, everybody. Uh, Alex Harper Day to all of you. Okay, so now we can finally reveal... Like, I'm sorry I didn't bleep your name, but it seemed like it wasn't really necessary since you were going to be on the show. <laughs> yeah, you're losing a little bit of suspense, I guess, but <laughs> confidentiality, it's we're probably in the green here. But yeah, you, so you worked on SEAL Team Season 2, Episode 13. Uh, Time to Shine was the episode title. Why... Was it called that? Casey? I have no. That's what I was just thinking. Like, what, what does that have to do with it? Mm, it's a really good question, and you know, there's just there's levels of intellect <laughs> at play here that you, you got to think for a few days before it clicks for you. I think. 
So you've had a few months. So yeah. It would yeah. explain <laughs> to us. The thing is, I am so close. I, I can feel it. But what is it? Time, time, time to, to shine. shine. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, time to whine. Yeah, it's really. Like time. This is my me going out there. It's like time is in a bottle if it's like an hourglass, right? And this is a yeah. bottle episode, mm-hmm. right? And uh, the shi- what's shining is the good writing. Okay. <laughs> so, it's, yeah. so it's like we're going to bottle it and it's time to just show what we can really do when the playground is, you know, uh, when it's just our, our, like, just dialogue, you know? Like a good uh, Quentin Tarantino movie or something like that. Exactly. And probably everybody who heard what Kevin just said already has figured this out. But the reason why we're talking about this on this episode is Peter Macon, the man that plays Bordis, he was on this episode. Uh, I mean, so that's I think why it was pretty about- obvious pretty obvious from the voice in the message a distinctive tone to him yeah yeah um and everybody's gonna love hearing that part of the message uh when it's part of the uh, intro every week from now on (laughs) (laughs) the thing is you could have gone to cameo but i saved you the 50 bucks that's awesome yeah yeah thanks for coming on and i'm glad we got you seeing as you didn't ask him any questions <laughs> but you did get a voicemail i guess so i guess yeah. so what didn't say anything else yeah. what were your questions you were going to ask though casey uh what's it like being on the orville mm-hmm. oh yeah of course um is the makeup itchy <laughs> yeah. and do you use a body double for the kiss scenes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was the three questions I had written down as well. So yeah, good. Um, I'm glad we had you on the scene there. Uh, just wish you would have made it to, you know, day five. Yeah, sorry about day five. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it may be for the better. I don't know. It, they say don't meet your heroes. <laughs> I... Seems like they were like cutting losses like throughout the episode. They're like, I saw pieces of the set disappear that they must have been selling. They're t- I think they're trying to do like a abandoned ship. They're salvaging. And- they did start with like a, a lot of people on that submarine. Yeah. By the end, it was like four. Well, they could fit a lot on it. It was a very spacious submarine. I mean, uh, I, I just watched the episode, and I don't know if we're going to do like a play-by-play of the plot or what. But uh, we can, if you know the you know the plot points. <laughs> yeah, I would love to hear. <laughs> yeah, what it's a little hard episode. to follow. can I give my can I give my recap of this episode? Yeah, yeah, please. Okay, in the first like ninety seconds of this episode, something happens where a guy gets stuck in a tube. Don't know what it is, but this <laughs> yeah. guy's stuck in a tube. Then for the following, uh, you know, 58 and a half minutes, the tube is filling up with water and he, and people go, he doesn't have that much time left. And then in the last 30 seconds, they cut him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I just want to say, I like how the... This episode starts like something really fun and cool was just happening, and now let's now let's like all go in some tubes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a cool intro because David Boreanaz was ready to just like straight up kill that North Korean guy. Uh, and I thought that was, 
song. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Wait, I don't think that I like. I did. I, there are a lot of things that I missed, but I don't think that Peter Macon was supposed to be North Korean. Uh, <laughs> no, before they get on the sub. <laughs> Uh, they're on the coast of North Korea, which looks a lot like uh, like Monterey, California, kind of, or like Big Sur coastline. <laughs> Did you get to see any of that? Uh, no, I was only there on the CBS lot. And uh, a cool little Easter egg is that there's a scene where a guy goes up a ladder and the camera tracks him up. Those were two completely different sets. Uh, they used some nifty CGI there. Wow. But... Uh, my big in, my big insight here is that wow. in the original. Hmm? Wow! Just <laughs> yeah, saying, we're wow. just amazed by yeah, the scenes. It's it's glamorous. Uh, yeah, in the original script, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but uh, there was a, a dream sequence. The guy died in the tube, and then dreamed about his life, and then they just cut it. I guess uh, didn't feel like doing it. I feel like. He was, he's such a good actor. So they were like, we need to keep this guy. Probably like they, they, he was pretty much performing for his role. They're like, and if you can do good enough, we'll keep this character uh, for the rest of the season. And yeah, if he, he, he phoned it in, he would have died in that tube, you think? Basically, somebody said to him, you couldn't act your way out of a, <laughs> out of a tube. <laughs> and he said, bet, I'll put my role on it. <laughs> So write an episode right now. Um, I did find. Cool. I did find. I know we said we weren't going to do a, a play-by-play because everybody had kind of a tough time following. It was pretty complicated. <laughs> I did find a, a recap, and I was wondering if you guys wanted me to read this recap out loud, and we can sort of like comment a, on it. Yeah, yeah. And if I have any, if I have any stories because from the set, I can maybe. Yeah. Okay. I was also yeah. thinking that. Yeah, I totally missed why the guy was in the tube. And I was thinking, you know, as a good journalist, as a good podcast host, maybe I, after the episode was over, I should go back and rewatch that part to see why the guy got in the tube. But I didn't. So, yeah, if, if it's in the recap, that would be well, great. I know. Well, oh, you know, I, I wanna... well, they all got in the tube. Oh, really? <laughs> these are these are decompression okay. tubes. You know, obviously, they don't want these guys to get the bends because they swam. Probably, but I don't know. The submarine's what, like at least a hundred feet deep. I'm guessing. I don't know. And then, uh, you know, that's like way too deep for any human. So mm. they uh, they had to stay at tubes for different times because maybe one of them was drinking a bubbly drink before they <laughs> something. I don't know why they had to. One had to stay in for several minutes longer. Yeah, uh, but the tubes were also weren't they also like for torpedo. launching torpedoes? Yeah. Why did they have to get in torpedo launching tubes? What? Why wouldn't the episodes at least spend like five minutes of its hour just like explaining how this happened or why this happened? <laughs> I, I have to get to the meat of the episode, which is <laughs> these guys sharing stories about the time when they were like recruits going to the bar and like they were at a ginger ale and. <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I just remember them saying basically, like, you should have been kicked out of the Navy for that. Like, that's supposed to be endearing. Like, he did, he maxed out his credit cards on something or other. On uh, lap dances. On lap, he maxed out his his official yeah. Navy credit cards on company lap dances. We're, we're supposed to go, like, oh, things. that's cute. That's relatable. Yeah. Somebody is spending, the military is spending my money 
my hard-earned tax money. <laughs> well, these guys don't it. care. These guys aren't used to rules. When they get on the ship, he's like, what is this rules and regulation shit? Like, what, oh, are you telling me you guys got some sort of chain of command in here? What is this? <laughs> it's, so, it's so weird that they, <laughs> they have rules in the Navy. Mm. And it, it is true. Like, the Navy, like, your CO is always running, a like, a credit check on you <laughs> to see if your credit cards are maxed out. And if they are, you get booted so fast. You get court-martialed. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, look, it wasn't, his, it wasn't his personal credit card. It was, like, oh, his it was corporate a Navy? credit card that he was supposed to use the to spend on Navy tor- torpedo on, tubes. On like, he didn't spend the money on the tubes that oh, worked right yeah. that he wouldn't have been in that position oh true i mean when you spent our half a billion dollars for plutonium great uh, weapons I, on lab dance <laughs> <laughs> nearly got us kicked out of school man uh, they should train they should train the strippers not to accept you know the camo credit card <laughs> i uh i actually have well, these are like this. russian strippers oh, oh right right uh, okay, I, uh, Casey, what were you saying? Oh, yeah. So I uh, have a relevant story about this. I So in addition to being on the show SEAL team, I was also uh, <laughs> in the real Navy. This is why he got the job. Yeah. <laughs> he put down, he dropped his purple heart and his medals on the table. And he said, yeah, and they were like, they, they were forced to give him the role. Yeah, I said, these things speak for themselves, guys. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you think yeah. I can, can act it? I am it. <laughs> but uh i uh yeah i had a government credit card at one point and it kept it in my wallet and then one night i got uh it's kind of a long story we don't have to get into the whole thing but i got kidnapped um in the downtown augusta area and someone took my wallet and took my government credit card and then bought a 700 dollars tv from walmart with it so i can relate to bad government credit card stories <laughs> i think yeah yeah did you tell that story in your audition as an extra for this? Yeah, I wasn't, so. I wasn't that the episode. <laughs> yeah, SEAL Team Ticket. <laughs> that would oh, have boy. been much, much more eventful. Is every episode of this show just like, we just finished a mission, now time hop in our tubes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The show is like 99% done just like driving home from stuff. Like, man, really cool how we just killed Bin Laden. Kind of having these tubes. Okay, you guys, you guys want to hear this recap? Yes. Yeah. Okay, it's from the Daily Caller. Uh, okay. Isn't that a... Yeah, okay. I, I know that site. Okay. Uh, you frequent that site. <laughs> I like to get both sides, you know. <laughs> the latest episode of SEAL Team was absolutely outstanding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, on Wednesday night to soak up all the action and time to shine was great. The premise was simple and emotional. Bravo Team is coming back from a top secret mission in North Korea when Sonny gets stuck in a torpedo tube while re-entering the sub. Uh, they do not explain how this <laughs> Yes. Oh, guys, I get it. Time what? to shine. Sunny. Oh <laughs> God. Oh, oh my God. Uh, these okay. writers are fucking boss pimps. <laughs> uh, what happened next was an emotional roller coaster. 
Jason yeah. and the rest of the seals had to listen as Sonny began to drown, and they still weren't allowed to cut him out. If that doesn't pull out your heart strength, then I don't know what will. Luckily, the North Korean submarine eventually passed, and Sonny was resuscitated. Sorry, I just want to say that the exciting part of that happens the very last five minutes. You know, like this move, like this fifteen seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that recap skipped about like. 30 minutes of showtime. <laughs> well, it's almost over. <laughs> As always, SEAL team delivered in the most crucial of moments. There were no big action scenes in this episode, and I was still on the edge of my seat the entire time. You know a show is outstanding when not a single round is fired, and the audience is still holding its breath, waiting for what happens next. Well done, SEAL team. Well done. Huh. That's interesting. Well done. But I tip doth cap to the <laughs> SEAL team writers. You've done it again. Best in <laughs> me. Uh, this the I critics can... never. Right, <laughs> this, guy, this guy was like on the edge of his seat thinking that one of the main characters of the TV show was just going to die. It's <laughs> just like, oh, shit, he's going to drown. Is he off the show? I think that's part of the thing that keeps the the viewers coming back is every episode they're like, is this show getting canceled? Is this going to be the final <laughs> episode? Might they just kill off all the characters? Um, yeah, very scary. I guess like the show, we actually like um, the, maybe the torpedo is working as a, a a sort of an airlock. Like you know, they they swam into it. And, uh, you know, they sealed up the other end and then the, it drained the water out, probably. Yeah, I think that's what happened. And then but when then he, he was got in stuck. it, yeah, the nuclear something or other had a reaction or something. And that made the whole room shake. Does that happen a lot, Casey, being in the <laughs> Navy? And- hey, Peter Macon said he hadn't seen it in all 22 years in the Navy. So, All right. Oh, just their luck, really. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and you know what? He was Sonny was about to be out of that tube, and then David's like, I gotta crack a couple more one liners before uh-huh. we get him out of the tube. He hates being in these tubes. Uh, <laughs> I do have a story about that scene. Oh wow. Yes. They were they were gonna film it and then David Boreanis said, like, hey, when this thing shakes, uh, a six pack of beer should fall out. And then somebody was like, Haha, really? Of like, where? Of the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> um, like you know they had been hiding beer in the ceiling and it fell out and then yeah, yeah so then someone went like oh haha that's funny do you uh really want to do that it's like uh yeah <laughs> the show had to stop filming for like 30 minutes while someone went out and got beer and well, i don't and think you can even see it no it was yeah. very impactful <laughs> and i think i think every viewer had like a it allowed them to imagine a side scene where they all pop open and share one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, if Sonny would have been able to get out of the torpedo tank, he would have loved that. Yes. He loves beers, I think. I think. I, I can tell you the beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love. This episode's like trying to really get into these characters, and I, I don't know who any of these people are. And I don't think they learned anything about them. <laughs> He definitely likes strippers. We know that, but I just assume maybe he probably shooting, also likes beer. Shooting too. North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> it was so ironic that the the one guy who was uh you know very claustrophobic and afraid of sharks and and water uh, out of yeah. the brave Bravo team, he was the one that got stuck in there. That was so ironic. 
Like if it was David Boreanaz, he wouldn't even care. That would have been nothing to him. No, he would have been cracking one line. He would have been attitude. like, I give, I give my life. He would have been like, I <laughs> gladly give my life for this, yeah. this submarine and the safety of the good people of the world. <laughs> it would have just ended with him drowning with like his hand over his heart. <laughs> He'd be like, don't cut me out. Shoot me at the North Koreans. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe they could have opened it and he could have just swam to one of the <laughs> torpedo ones that were working. <laughs> Do you think that would have worked, maybe? I don't know. I guess not. They probably maybe. got shook, too. Yeah. Was he wearing his flippers the whole time? I was wondering that. Or did he, like, carry them? <laughs> did they get out with their flippers or did they, before they got in their tubes, they took I off their I think they flippers. took the flippers off inside the tubes. Inside the tube? Impressive. Yeah. Man. He should have. There should have been like a good scene where, you know, how in a <clears throat> Kill Bill when she punches her way through the <laughs> through, through the, the coffin. coffin, yeah, <laughs> and where he just tries <laughs> to punch. He's just like, I can do this. And he's like, and then he actually punches through the 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 door. I yeah. just, that would have been a cool end. <laughs> or like we were saying earlier, like in the trailer to Glass, when Bruce yeah, Willis he- does that. <laughs> Has anybody seen Glass yet? No, no not yet. I've only seen the trailer so far. You know what? I will yeah. not be seeing Glass. I, I was going to see it yesterday, but I, I didn't know who to consult. I asked Greggy, and he was like, I haven't seen it because something about some BS about the glass <sighs> monster. Dr. <laughs> glass is preventing him by creating he a is winter so storm. sinister. He is a villain. He spooks me. That's the craziest thing about the movie Glass is that Glass doesn't want you to go see the movie because he doesn't want you to see the villain he is. He wants to keep <laughs> it a secret. So he's he's actually causing train crashes, trains loads of people on their way to see the, the movie. <laughs> and that's why the box office is so poor for this movie, which I don't even know if it's true. It might be. It's, it's uh, making uh, a lot of money, actually. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, good I, saw, I saw Glass. It's... Uh, my theory about that movie is that the three main actors were never in the same room together. <laughs> um, the final fight scene between uh, Bruce Willis and James McAvoy is just two like shots of them choking each other, but it just cuts to like Bruce Willis's face with hands on his neck going like, ah, and then it cuts to James McAvoy's face with hands on his neck going, ah, <laughs> and just back and forth. And you never see them in the same like shot the whole time. It's great. Great movie. So, so when you said, has anybody seen this movie? It was a trick. I want to talk glass. I was hoping somebody had seen it and we could. Uh... You had seen it. Yeah. You knew. You knew that somebody had seen it. You had seen it. Oh, I see. You know what? I guess I did already know that I seen it. He's, he's learning from the best. He was learning from the master villain glass himself. You, you walk out of that movie feeling a little bit more evil. You do. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What happened on this TV show we watched? So, what did we think about how Bordis uh, performed? Oh, yes. I did notice uh, that at one point he says, I, sir. And I thought that was a nice like Easter egg for his <laughs> orphans. Yes, I was so hoping good. that we could map out the characters of SEAL Team and who their corresponding Orville characters oh, are. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I, I, and I felt, speaking of that, I felt every time... Bordis had to answer to another uh, higher up that wasn't Mr. Orville. He <laughs> kind of like cringed. He was like, I can't believe I have to 
fake this. Yeah. Am I true? My true captain. Um, so David Boreanaz, of course, is the Orville. Yeah, Captain Orville. That seems mm-hmm. obvious. Yeah. Um, I would say Sonny must be Gordon Malloy. Yeah, they both. Well, one likes. Uh, oh, you know, I was going to say he's John Lamar. You think no. so? Well, because John Lamar likes soda. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but he, he is he like he's dancing. the girl guru. Yeah, yeah. He's better with the with the ladies. Yeah, and you know. And this guy's maxed out his credit cards on lap dances, which is the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he knows how to get the girls. <laughs> um, so that would make the uh, guy with the beard that was sitting outside of like Sonny's torpedo the whole time. He would be Gordon Malloy then, I guess. Yeah, he was also the funny one in this show. He was always making me laugh, saying stuff and something. <laughs> well, Sonny did the one joke of the show. Um, how many Germans does it take to screw in a light bulb? One. He they're said very that? yeah, they're very <laughs> efficient and they don't have a sense of humor. Which yeah, doesn't really follow, do. and I don't think it's like very funny. I don't know. Some of my, some of my best was... friends are actually German, so I didn't appreciate that. <laughs> this happened on the show? This happened on the show, yes. He said and there this, were German this people on set, and they were upset. I heard there was like, <laughs> they had to shut down the set for a few hours. There was a strike, yeah. They built picket signs and stuff. Yeah, it was like the German resistance. They were calling <laughs> But uh, the most the most interesting part about that joke, though, was that... Uh, David Boreanaz laughed and said, that's actually pretty good. Uh, so yeah, he's a, he's a good actor, you guys. Was that before or after the, the nuclear explosion? Because I'm wondering if maybe that joke caused the <laughs> the ship to shake. From the submarine was laughing. Everybody, every, yeah. <laughs> it was after, but that is a good theory. Yes, it was... The plutonium to its core. It was <laughs> truly laughing. Uh, so let's see who who are the other people in the. Bordis is Bordis. Yeah, right? Bordis is definitely Bordis, but he isn't part of the crew though. He isn't part of Bravo team. He's yeah, part of the submarine not, team. It's like he's not even really part of the Orville. Sometimes he feels like it's more Mocklin <laughs> than part of the team. You know, he's always, he's always oh, kind of like that's true. Playing both sides. Who is the submarine? Because ca- the submarine captain is Kelly, of who, course. Who's, oh yeah, who, who's Casey? Yeah. Wait, oh, yeah, who is Casey? Oh. I guess Casey, Casey would be Lara. like Nurse Parks, Dan? maybe. Can I choose? I think, oh, Casey, yeah. I think Casey's Alara because because oh, <laughs> I'm barely in it. No, because of how strong you are, and, and you could have easily. The reason they didn't ask you back on day five. Because your role would have been to rip open the the tube with your bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you're offended that Kevin said you were Alara. He said Nurse Park, and I said Dan. Like Alara is by far the best of those three yeah. to be. Well, he's thinking how hot Nurse Park is. He wanted us to say Yafit. Well, she has to be with Yafit. Well, yeah. I, I don't want to be Yafit. I want to be her in that scene. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the doctor. That's um, Claire. That's not. Oh, my oh, God. Casey. <laughs> Casey. Oh, I fucked up. Ugh.
Nurse Park is the, the hot male nurse who's uh, barely ever on. Yeah. Yeah, when they want to prove that there are Asian people on the show, that's who you want to be, really. I think he gets paid like five million episode. <laughs> <laughs> what was the deal with like, there's like a conference, conference room of people that were like talking into an Alexa to the people on yeah, the they, sub? <laughs> like, and it, it seemed like they were just in like a. At like a mini mall strip, like <laughs> they were like in like an old T-Mobile stores. <laughs> yeah. They set up some tables, and that's where they keep the women safe while the men go to North Korea and do dangerous missions. You can't put the women in the tubes because you see, uh... if a woman gets stuck in the tube, she might not be able to have babies anymore. She's going to be complaining. <laughs> there was that one woman who cried. I would say she's a little bit Alora-ish. Yeah, mm-hmm. why? Which one cries? <laughs> mm-hmm. always crying. <laughs> the deleted scenes. Well, when she, like, when she like the killed that guy in that stuff. fire. Alora's crying is only like off, off like screen on set. When like she says like, well, I'm gonna have to cut you from this scene then, you know, stuff like that. She's <laughs> crying. She's like, please, you said this wouldn't come between me and my job. <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> so then the boss lady in the conference room, I guess, is Admiral Halsey. <laughs> if we're still trying to think of uh, who each Admiral, of the people are, who's Admiral Halsey? He's the admiral the of the Orville. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, he's Admiral Tucker. Then everybody remembers Tucker. There we yeah, go. Everybody knows out. Tucker. Tucker <laughs> I think Admiral Halsey was the one who dated Admiral G. Easy for a little while. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Man, two admirals together. <laughs> Well, that's good, though. I mean, at least they don't have any kind of like a power dynamic issue or anything. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. I respect that. The chain of command in this uh, movie, lots of chiefs and uh-huh. uh, sirs. Casey, is that uh, realistic to your experiences? Uh, yeah, I think everyone seemed to be really high ranking to me. Uh, yeah, there were a lot of like ultimate master and commanders or whatever. Master yeah. chiefs. Yeah, that's... I hadn't. I didn't know how high the stakes were until all of a sudden the guy's like, "This could throw off the whole, uh, like Northern Peninsula." I don't know what he's saying, but I'm just making it up. I didn't really pay attention. But he, he got really angry. He was like, "We could. The whole world could go up in smoke all of a sudden because they had to have a reason why they were going to let this guy just drown in this tube." Ugh, they did. They let him die. He was dead for a second. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you said the dream sequence was going to kick in. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why they got rid of it. It seemed like it was going to be like the show was going to cross over into being Sopranos level good, where you just get to really <laughs> see their uh, their inner workings of their minds, you know? Mm-hmm. They're not there yet. They're still growing as a show. I am always saying that SEAL Team is the new Sopranos now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you, you've been saying that a lot since they cast you, and it's, I'm starting <laughs> to think that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there's some money involved. We yeah, you guys gotta here. watch this show. <laughs> if you follow the money and you were insistent on us doing this episode, 
to promote uh, I just, field team. I have this referral link if you can put it in the show notes. <laughs> you have to watch the commercials. Um party contract. <laughs> Did you guys watch it with commercials? No. Yes, on the CBS website. Yeah, there's this thing they're advertising a lot, which seems like it's uh, just FaceTime, basically. And the, the marketing is all like old people talking to their kids, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, like this. You should get in one of those, Casey. I want to be, yeah, I want to be the young kid that the old man's talking to. Yeah. And, you know, do, we, any- do you guys have any... <laughs> There's so many commercials where maybe like uh, the grandpa is like walking around on the submarine and <laughs> needs to talk to his daughter how to f- like open up a tube because she knows how to do it because it's like, you know, high tech or something. Kids are so good at submarine tubes. It's, it's a generational saying, thing. He, I, I don't understand how the movie business works. So I'm assuming you are just staying around on this like submarine set waiting for a TV <laughs> show to come by. So you've been trying to tell these companies to have, you know, commercials set on submarines. And, yeah. Uh, it's a little bit like when people would stand outside of TRL with signs that say, mm-hmm. let me be on the show. Mm-hmm. I just, I do that outside of the submarine set. And I say, <laughs> you guys, I'm so good at this. You gotta let me on this thing. <laughs> But there's not enough going on, like on the day to day. Like they maybe shoot like once every two weeks on the submarine set. Yeah, so. I've been petitioning for Atlanta to do a submarine episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe they get stuck in a tube. <laughs> I do think it would be great if every every TV show that was currently airing had to do their own take on the stuck in a tube episode. Yeah, <laughs> I just like to see what they do with that. Yeah. Who do you think would be stuck in, a, in Atlanta? I think it would be Paperboy. I it, was going to say like, Paperboy. you be like, get me out of here. I'm worth too much money. I'm just trying to be chilling at home. How'd I get in this tube? You know, the tube is like the industry or something. I don't know. Because <laughs> it's all meta, right? <laughs> and on yes. the Orville, who would be stuck in the tube? Ooh. Gordon Malloy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they'd probably be like teasing him about spending all his corporate money on lap dances and stuff like that. <laughs> and Gordon Malloy also <laughs> would be whistling Garth Brooks songs because songs from the '90s are very popular in the distant oh, yeah. yes. future. I was wondering earlier when you said you had a government credit card, Casey. Did you ever actually use it for anything? You'd use it for like uh, hotels and stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, Casey, do you have any scoops about Peter Macon? Like any hot gossip that you feel comfortable sharing? Yeah, I, I had like I'd say one meaningful interaction with him. One of the scenes I was going up and down the ladder. He was already at the top, and I was going up, and I, I hit my head on the roof of the submarine, and then he went, "Oh!" And then I said, uh, "I'm going for three times. I'm going to hit my head three times before this is all over." And then Peter Macon said, I'm going for zero. <laughs> and uh, that was a real moment between us. And uh, also later on, I saw him eating a really good salad. This guy this guy knows how to make a salad. <laughs> how did you know it was good? It was just like... It, <laughs> would you try it? <laughs> no, it but I like could just see it. It like a salad from a salad commercial. <laughs> it was like... It was helping a cat out of a tree. It was like... <laughs> 
yeah, it was a really nice salad. <laughs> <laughs> the salad like, was complimenting everybody. Like, I didn't talk to Pete very much, but I talked to the salad a lot. He was chill. <laughs> he was chill, croutons. <laughs> that's cool, though. Yeah. That's a funny joke. That's that's how we got on the show, I think. Was that sense of humor yeah. he's got? I was like, I was genuinely so excited to be on the same set as him. Like, I didn't know he was going to be on it. And then I heard some like, yeah, like, you lighting. just wanted to be on SEAL Team. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Another thing about SEAL Team is that uh, my girlfriend used to work on the show, and I thought it would be funny to be on the show. Um, but I thought she actually still worked for it, but she doesn't. Uh, but then, yeah, I, so I was on the show. You, you got on the show because you thought your girlfriend worked for it. And you thought you'd get to like, surprise your girlfriend at work. Yeah. And she was like, I, I don't work there. And you just had to be on the team for four days. That's what happened. That's pretty close to what happened, yeah. <laughs> I thought it would be funny if she had to like watch the episode for work and then she would see me in the background and be like, what the? <laughs> I realized I would have to like keep up in a very elaborate lie to even try that. Yeah. Instead, you just got like gainful employment for <laughs> Yeah. It was a real, a real goof. Hey, when pranks go wrong, you can't ask for a better end to just get like. Few hundred bucks or something. I was I was on the set and I didn't know he was going to be on it and I just heard some like lighting guy talking to him like Hey man we worked on a Shameless together and then he said like uh, You still on the Orville? And he said and Peter Macon said Yeah and I just like my ears perked up. I don't know he's got it was special. I, I feel like if if I were to get married soon I would probably invite him. <laughs> yeah, he would be the. Priest, right? Priest slash best man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool, man. I would free. I would honestly be freaking out. I would, and then I would be thinking like, oh my god, have I like talked shit about this guy on Twitter? You know, like go delete some old tweets where I'm like, Peter Megan sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Can't act his way out of a tube. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Peter Megan's the man. Bored us for life. Mm. Hashtag Bordas, Bordas, Bordas. <laughs> Casey, you should invite Peter over for dinner, and then if he asks if he can bring anything, you just be like, one of those salads, maybe? <laughs> like, yeah, I think he'll know what I'm talking about. Bring a head of lettuce, some onions, some croutons, red peppers. <laughs> you know what I'm, you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> um. I guess we should rate this episode of SEAL Team that we watched. Uh, well, hard because I don't know. I haven't watched any other episodes, so I don't know what to compare it to. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I guess we just it. have to compare it to an episode of The Orville, right? Okay. <laughs> so, in comparison to The Orville, uh, what would you give this episode? Uh, well, Casey, you're the guest. I'll ha- you can go first. Uh, I'd have you to let our guest go first. <laughs> oh, so nice. Everybody's always arguing about who gets to go first. I'll go Man. first. Do you want to go first, Kevin? Yes. Okay, you can go first. I'll let you, I'll let you go first. Oh, Kevin, so rude. Look, hey, look, if you got something, if you have a, a you know a number of amount of something that you want to give this already thought of, I don't want to steal it, but I'm giving this four out of four filled tubes for the whole <laughs> The whole SEAL team was there. 
the only way this could have been better if, is if those guys went in the tubes and when they opened up, instead of one guy was, you know, one of the cast members of the Orville. If, if, yes. if Jay Lee popped out of the tube and then Alara and then Dr. Claire. And then I was like, oh, and then the set just started shaking and it turned into the ship of the Orville. Yeah, better. yeah they were all in the uh, hollow deck or whatever. Are we talking like a Flintstones meet the Jetsons type situation? <laughs> In my imagination, yeah, it just shakes. Everything starts shaking, and the next thing you know. Do you think Bordis has to, like, have half makeup and half not makeup? Like, Two-Face? <laughs> what? what <is> <laughs> he, what yeah, in if he was going to be on the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, like, makeup, like, they would do, like, uh, a little bit of movie magic and makeup Bordis and no makeup Bordis would meet each other and kind of like do the uh, mirror thing, you know? That would rule, yeah. <laughs> like the end of Annihilation. <laughs> they would use some of that really cool like CGI that they have that allows them to go from like one, one like, ladder to a, a completely <laughs> new location. Yes. <laughs> Man, that stuff's dope. Uh, Casey, how about you? What do you want to give this episode? Uh, so, so Kevin made a good point. It, it is good. The SEAL team was there. My biggest complaint, the thing I would have changed is I would have liked to see that door open up, like just period. Like I would have liked to see that tube open up. That was my biggest complaint. I just, I didn't like it being stuck. I didn't <laughs> like that they couldn't open it. So for that reason, I got to go three out of four fill tubes. That was making me mad too the whole time that yeah. the door wouldn't open. <laughs> it was really annoying. Worst part. Like the, the writers should have thought of that like way earlier on. They should have yeah. seen that. We are frustrating the audience. Come on. Oh, wait, he could open the do- the door of the tube. He could open the tube. <laughs> he could do something else. I just wanted one of the guys to come up and be like, have you tried doing it like this? And he just like does it a little differently and it opens like, oh my God, this whole time we could have just. Yeah. And then David Boreanaz would have said, hey, you loosened it for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he probably would have like killed that guy and be like, we have, to... and then said like, I did it, you know, cause I don't know. I don't know what seals do. That is something that happened in the show was they threatened to like do an armed uprising of the ship. They were going to like yeah. shoot the captain if he didn't let him open up the tube. I think, but then they decided let our friend die. Well, yeah. no, they were going to barricade the door and open it anyway. But then Peter Macon came in and was like, no, that would be, you know, a mutiny. Mutiny, yeah. There'd be, you'd be uh, like, damn, we did, by did, death. Ah. Think about that. I guess it is against the rules to do that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would have been a, a kind of a weird way for the episode to go too. Like they, they do something where they could get court martialed. They're they're going to get court martialed or possibly, you know, even get the death penalty for doing it. <laughs> like that would be wild. It just kept saying, like, think of the paperwork. There's so much, so much paperwork we're gonna have to do if you let open up that door. <laughs> uh, how about you, Miranda? What what rating do you want to give this episode? I mean, I would give it one out of one bordices, I guess. But <laughs> other than that, it's a zero. It's not the Orville. Yeah, and that makes me mad. Yeah, that I doesn't make me mad too. 
I don't know yeah. where you guys are coming from giving it this, you know, some kind of number. I mean, I have to give it a zero out of two submarines because it really, it wasn't the Orville. It was in a submarine. I hated that. I don't like submarines. I like spaceships. Um, <laughs> Bordis was there. I'm going to give Bordis, um, I'm going to give him, let's see, 10 out of 10 Master Chiefs. Because uh, he did a great job, he was definitely the master chief of this episode, if you ask me. Um, yeah, but like six of them. I get okay, so I'll give it a quarter submarine, uh, just for what board has brought to it. Because otherwise, it stunk. I didn't like any other part of it at all. No, because I gave this uh, two submarines and submarine sandwiches full of delicious Navy Seals. And- <laughs> With a little bit of uh, that salad dressing, that board is like serious. If I could change my rating, sorry, I don't know. Oh, sorry, know that's allowed. Sorry, not allowed. <laughs> no, okay. I wonder if maybe Chef Vicky made the salad and he brought it. From <laughs> you know, I think I did hear that she was on set. <laughs> that's why it was so good. She was doing like part. <laughs> She was like, sorry, I'm doing like a, a way too much of a deep dive on her Instagram, but she was like doing a, this is how you can do workouts in a submarine if you're ever trapped in a submarine to do some workouts you can do to stay fit. Anyway, I just had to comment real quick on the uh, the amount of uh, air left in that tube. It seemed like when that guy put on the breather, at a certain point he has to switch to a ventilator and I'm thinking, and he uses up all the air in the ventilator. And takes it off, and then he still has like uh, a couple of inches of of air to breathe in. I don't know what's happening there. It seemed like a miscalculation. Yeah, he what? he should have put on a way later. Explain that again. <clears throat> uh, I did such a good job. I don't know why you need me to. <laughs> yeah, we're done talking about this episode. We don't want to. <laughs> no, and I just have to say, if that tube is leaky, are you going to tell me they they had a wet torpedo? Like if that t- one of the torpedoes was going to be wet, well, I mean, I it's going to get wet. I'm, I'm just saying, the the, yeah. the chief guy was like, "I need this fully operational, so I can't risk cutting that thing off in case I have to shove a torpedo in there." And then I can just see Dave Boreanaz saying, "I'm screaming at him at my TV screen, saying, why are you telling the torpedo's going to get wet anyway? <laughs> just cut this yeah. guy open.'" Ugh. I don't know. Let the guy out the <laughs> yeah. They should have oh, opened the door. I think Just we all agree. the door. <laughs> I like that the guy was about to cut, he was about to cut open the door. And then they're like, no, you can't. And then he puts the tool down there, just like, ah, man, there's nothing we can do. None of us know how to work this thing. <laughs> but with this little tool, they could have cut him out in like two seconds. You saw how quick they cut it open. I would have just done it real quick. Boom, he's done. Episode. Now we can go on to like, I don't know, fighting North Korea. Yeah, they could have gone and shot some guys finally. Yeah. That's why I tune in. <laughs> Twitter, I did find uh, some great tweets about SEAL Team this week. <laughs> Uh, Kelly McCoslin at Kelly McCosla one 
said, relax, time for SEAL team, smiling emoji, smiling emoji, and wine, wine glass <laughs> emoji. Hashtag SEAL team, hashtag David Boreanaz, hashtag Thursday TV, hashtag happy life. At- why didn't she at David Boreanaz? Why did she hashtag David Boreanaz? Trying to get him question. trending. Yeah. Let's see. What other kind of stuff is on hashtag David Boreanaz? Oh, like a bunch of stuff about bones. Mm. Uh, oh, here's a Buffy one. Yeah. So lots of good stuff on the David Boreanaz hashtag. Everybody go check that out. They didn't talk about that enough during the episode. They're like, hey, weren't you? Didn't you used to be in Bones? Weren't you yeah. the guy from Bones? Yeah. Yeah. Weird that the captain, the the commander of the submarine, was like, "Aren't you the dude from Bones?" That was in the script, actually. They, they didn't put that in the episode. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to be taking advice from the guy from Bones. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, Sonny's dream was mostly about Angel. <laughs> <laughs> it was Angel and Buffy kissing. <laughs> Uh, Margo at serendipity seven four two seven says, "Get your wine ready. It's hashtag. It's time for hashtag Seal Team." Uh, if my if my mom uses Twitter, you'll probably find a post she did because this sounds like her Thursday night. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. Like, this oh, might be oh, your mom. Uh, it's like seven o'clock. She's like, "Oh shit! I gotta run to the store and get some wine <laughs> for for Seal Team story. Seal Team night." What uh, night is it on? Honey, Boreanis is on. Uh, hashtag Thursday Night Television. <laughs> oh, of course. Thursday night, that's some uh, that's some stiff competition. Mm. Good for them. SEAL Team kills all competition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine if uh, SEAL Team were up against the Orville? No. They'd have to cancel it. <laughs> I often think, why don't these shows just kill other shows? <laughs> why don't they just make an episode where they say, like, let's say they had to go up against a modern family one night. Why not on one episode of SEAL Team, they just storm the set and, like, wipe them out? I don't know. They have the they have the weapons and they have the forces, the whole army at their back. You're suggesting they murder the entire Dumpy family, <laughs> mother family. <laughs> I'm saying in that world, anything goes, you know? Like I said, I don't really know how these shows work. And um, who from Modern Family world. Who from Modern Family is getting stuck in the tube in their tube episode? <laughs> oh, oh, it's Manny. Sure. <laughs> Manny. Manny. Yes, because he's the funny. He's like, I hate tubes. <laughs> yeah. And then his mom's good. Sophia Vergara is like, honey, don't worry. We're going to get you out of there, baby. <laughs> and then uh, what's the dad's name? He's just going to be, what's he going to do? He's going to be like, ah, he says, I went in like four tubes when I was a kid. I was always getting stuck in tubes. He's going to be fine. It's going to make him to a man. That's how, it's, that's how it should go. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> if uh, I ran Hollywood. <laughs> Sophie at Sasha 24 6R uh, says, Supper done? Check mark. PJs on? Check mark. Glass of wine? Check mark. Big, ex- big ass box of tissues? Check mark. Ready Aww. for hashtag SEAL team? 
check mark. Please, please emoji. Then there's a police emoji, a see no evil monkey emoji, an explosion emoji, a heart emoji, a broken heart emoji, a telephone emoji, a house, uh, cross swords, and a crying <laughs> smiley face. And then it says hashtag SEAL Team at SEAL Team CBS at David underscore Boreanaz at Michaela McManus at A. John Buckley at Tony Trucks at Neil Brown Jr. at Max Theoriot at Tyler Arias Gray. Hashtag Peter Macon. Yes, please hashtag Peter Macon in there. Maybe I should respond to that one and ask her to uh, include Peter on it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess big ass box of tissues. That's troubling. <laughs> She's she can't use a regular size box. It's not gonna be enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's a huge box of normal size tissues, so it's a waste of, waste of space. Maybe she just knows herself and knows she's gonna accidentally spill some of the wine, so she needs the tissues to clean that up. You should have got paper towels. <laughs> so please. Get the paper towels next time. Man, Twitter was going off on this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Twitter had something to say. I actually, when I Googled this show, one of the things, one of the reviews was like something like, look, I normally love this show, but this episode, Time to Shine, was such bullshit from the very beginning. It was like, they don't just go into tubes. Like, <laughs> and the submarines and submarines are way more tiny. You can never... He's like, why are all these... He's like, and that's not what sonar looks like. or I don't know. So, hey, maybe he's got a point. Yeah, I, I think know. you guys got to watch another episode of this show. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know about like that. This, this, like this was, this I was the worst I can't handle that. I can't handle watching... Another we episode of anything but the Orville. Orville only. Yeah. Maybe if they ever well, bring Norm Macdonald on as a <laughs> guest some episode. The whole time I was watching, I thought, I wish I was watching the Orville. And that <laughs> is true. It's yeah. true. It's true. Well, I mean, that's what you think anytime you're watching any TV show. Uh, yeah. But, but, I, <laughs> but especially about, this one. The good thing about this episode is you could like leave and go do something and like you're pretty sure that when you came back the guy was still gonna be in the <laughs> or like, you could yeah, leave it on in the background while you like yeah. get on twitter and you forget you're even watching a show for a long time and and then yeah. you can look back oh yep still in the tube guys in the tube still it's getting a little wet in there oh oh <laughs> And I was especially trying to pay attention in parts because I was like, I was trying to find Casey in the show. But unfortunately, I just could not stay watching. Sorry, Casey. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a betrayal, but I get it. (laughs) But if this is the last episode of the show, like, that's why they, that's why they couldn't, uh, yeah, I think I said all this earlier. (laughs) Oh, never mind. (laughs) Uh, so I've got one more voicemail for us to listen to. Here we go. Hey, Randy and the crew. Happy New Year. <laughs> I hate to timestamp your recording, but I'm calling shortly after the revelation uh, was given in the Harry Potter universe that 
before the 18th century, and I'm reading this, which is in Wizards, simply relieve themselves themselves wherever they stood and then vanish the evidence. Uh, so I just wanted to call in and see if you guys had any thoughts about where people piss and shit on the Orville, the ship. Um, love to hear how this works. It's one of my new favorite things in these rich, fictional worlds. Uh, I love you. Goodbye. I love you too, caller. You didn't even identify yourself. So who knows who Callers, that could be? Please identify yourselves. <laughs> please. Or we have to shoot you. <laughs> if you don't identify yourself, if you're an officer, you have to identify yourself. It does seem like uh, where everybody pisses and shits on the Orville is something we we would have talked about in the past, but I don't think we actually have. It's, <sighs> it's sure definitely something see. I've thought about. We probably brush over. We're like, this isn't really like comedically rich. It's like funny for maybe a voicemail, <laughs> like guy to like mention it. But like, where do you go from there? That's funnier than just bringing it up once, you know? Mm-hmm. I have a theory. Which have you guys seen the movie Joe Dirt? Oh, of course, yeah. No. Okay. Uh, in that movie, <laughs> uh, in that movie, a giant space asteroid falls on him, and it turns out to be a giant thing of congealed uh shit and i think it came from the orville the uh, design uh, universe uh, and the orville <laughs> universe yeah two toilet franchises <laughs> connected by a piece of flying piece of shoes that's <laughs> i like that so is there some kind of a dimensional wormhole between the two universes or are you <laughs> saying that <laughs> the Orville is part of the Joe Dirtiverse. I think the Orville is floating above the Joe Dirt universe. Yeah. Huh. And so when Joe Dirt's, At you know, lighting time? up fireworks. Yeah, yeah. And so when Joe Dirt's lighting up fireworks, like Gordon Malloy is looking out the window and saying, "Like, damn, that's pretty cool." So, you, so Joe Dirt takes place in the future. Yeah. Oh, Man. I like remember. Mad Max. I remember watching uh, Joe Dirt and thinking, like, <laughs> like when Kid Rock would show up, I'd be like, I don't completely hate this guy yet. <laughs> you know? I'm like, he sucks, but, I mean, this is kind of good. Now it's just, I can't even watch Joe Dirt anymore because I see Kid Rock and he makes me mad. Oh, wait, can I, can I tell you why I don't hate Kid Rock as much as I potentially could? Yeah. Um, my my friends were at a at a big Halloween party, and there was somebody there dressed as Kid Rock for Halloween, and then the real Kid Rock showed up, <laughs> <laughs> and they took a bunch of pictures together, and I guess Kid Rock was like, hell yeah, <laughs> and that's kind of cool. What year was this party? Was it like during the height of it, Kid Rock's no, popularity? No, it was like no, it was like two years ago. <laughs> okay, okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> to the height of his political career. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So he bought he bought with the bar. <laughs> he gotta give it credit to him. He made the song of gibberish and <laughs> made into it like a big hit. Like white people shit. Yep. Cool. Kid Rock rules. I think uh, <laughs> I think ASAP Ferg actually ripped that off. He's got that song bah. where he goes, bah with the bah. Bah with the bah. Bang to the bang. Dickies at the dickies. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. They always steal. All of the young guns steal from the OGs, <laughs> man. <laughs> they if you're going to steal, steal from, steal the, from the best, you know? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the uh, voicemail. Our answer is Kid Rock. <laughs> Kid Rock. Oh, yeah. The shit. The shit goes through tubes, dude. It's like we're gonna talk about all episode. <laughs> That's why nobody wants to get stuck in a tube. That's why everybody's freaking out about getting stuck in a tube. Here? <laughs> like if you think about it, those torpedo things are just a place for where a giant man can poop. <laughs> and there's definitely going to be an episode where a space toilet shows up on the Orville. It's just we gotta wait for them to you know finalize it do you think they have bidets in the orville universe hmm Mm -hmm. find out next time (laughs) (laughs) yeah maybe i don't know i would hope so i hope it's the future everybody's ass is clean yeah yeah they're sitting a lot of the day it seems so a clean bum I'll tell you what, Fox. Make Orville Nights. We'll include a toilet scene in every episode. <laughs> That's the deal that we can offer you. <laughs> you do that for us, let's make a TV show, and we'll do this for you. Include a toilet scene in every episode. Yes, and we're in talks with installing a bidet cam. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tim is in yet. talks. Tim is at the forefront. He's been pushing the bidet cam. Just in life, and <laughs> yeah, he, he he set up one of those um, uh, nest cameras uh, in his toilet, but not in any weird for himself. Like you know, just the what? other day, Tim was telling me, Tim was telling me how much he loves Chuck Berry, and I said, "Oh, the for his music," and then Tim said, "He did music." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, he keeps trying to give me his nest login. <laughs> Say, I don't want to see Tim. That's for you. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I guess he's gonna start up a Twitch channel soon. <laughs> uh love you, Tim. See you soon, buddy. You take care of whatever you need to take care of. <laughs> yeah. You know, finish finish things up and then then come back. <laughs> Please finish before you come back. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, I don't know how to end this show. <laughs> there's nothing I, else. There's, there's no, one more segment. Oh, oh right, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> hey, oh, I forgot about that. Wow. Like the captain's kiss. Oh, <laughs> yes. I, I literally forgot about that this time. Most of the time I pretend like I forget, but this time I really did. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, the captain's kiss can go to anyone. It can go to, but I mean, Casey's been on the show before, so he would be, he would even be eligible for a Golden Ori. That's true. Um, yeah. But. Yeah. I didn't think about that when I agreed to have Casey on. <laughs> it should probably be me. Just for, well, I mean, there's got to be some reason. I definitely think it should be you because you <laughs> had the best uh, rating out of everybody. Yeah, like these other guys. The only one, however, to the Orville. 
I am getting a phone call. Oh, from, okay. Uh, no, no, I do want to hear I have that. Actually, it's, not, it's just actually a voicemail. I'll just play it. Hey, it's me, uh, Sonny. Uh, <laughs> tubes filling up with water, and uh, I'd just say if I had one last breath of air, I'd be blowing Kevin a captain's kiss. <laughs> All right. I mean, that seems like... So that's the end. He's bubbling. Good reason not to give it to Kevin, since that guy that guy lived, so his last wish doesn't really doesn't really matter anymore. I, well, I, I just imagine Miranda saying that to a group of uh, kids on the wish make a wish, and she's like, "Well, uh, <laughs> imagine me saying it any, to, a group of, it, to a group of Navy SEALs who recently escaped." <laughs> just you know what. I don't know where I was going with this. <laughs> well, I think that was an imposter anyway, because it didn't sound nearly uh, Larry the Cable Guy enough to be the real Sonny. That's an. That's when he's he's acting. Uh, uh, okay. you know, that's yeah. his. That's his voice. The tube. The echo. Uh, you know, it's different. Well, I should probably give it to Casey for all of this inside Hollywood information that he's given us. Um, but I think the winner of the captain's kiss this week has to go to <sighs> Tim Treese. Oh, I've got it. Yes, that. Tim. I, I, I have to give it to oh. Tim to entice him to come back. <laughs> I think, uh, what <laughs> I think what is, what is, uh, keeping him from you being, you want to kiss him? Well, no, I don't want to, but I think. <laughs> What he's doing is he's trying to fill a hole inside himself um, with all this cum he's producing. Uh, He can never be satisfied until, you know, he gets what he's missing, which is my approval. So, yes, uh, Tim Trees, uh, you receive the captain's kiss. Is that even allowed? Is is he even eligible? The the rules are off the table with the captain's kiss. I can give it to whoever I want. Yeah. Wait, even like a guest on their first appearance? Even a guest on their first appearance. Yes. Oh no! Oh, this is gonna uh, be terrible for me. You know, I was over at Tim's house recently, and I saw a bunch of like yoga books. <laughs> so I would just say, be careful with those lips. You don't know what he's been putting them on. Yeah, you might be kissing <laughs> those yoga books. <laughs> he's been telling me he's getting really into flexibility. Is all is all I'm saying. Uh, and also. You don't know where those books are going. <laughs> yeah. I think they were library books, actually. So, yeah. Oh, God, kissing those books. <laughs> I was wondering why he had so many paper cuts on his lips. <laughs> <laughs> when you kissed him, you noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys, I gotta go. I gotta go scrub my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there, don't you have to? Do you still get one out of Golden Ori? Oh yeah, sure. Miranda gets the Golden Ori. No, <laughs> thank you. Okay, yes, fair. Uh, so you, shouldn't you ask us if we want to plug anything? Oh yeah, please do. Actually, yes, that's a good point. Do we do this? <laughs> we don't usually, but I think Miranda wants us to. No, I don't. I don't have anything to. Pl- I have Casey, literally you, nothing. Casey, yeah, everyone go on my Twitter and watch um, 
eight simple rules for taking my teenage daughter. You might like it. It's pretty long. You maybe carve out a night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get some wine. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Why in a big box of tissues? <laughs> and you're going to need all of them, too. Are you jerking off into? Uh, yeah, if that's... Okay. Yeah. I would I would like to plug that I need a place to live in San Francisco. If you are renting a room, please call the voicemail and let me know the details. <laughs> I don't yes. know if I'm comfortable with you using the voicemail. As... <laughs> oh, Kevin, <laughs> come on. I'm just saying. I, I think like you're your... just mad that I got the gold nori. <laughs> well, you know, whatever. <laughs> let me be mad then, you know? <laughs> I, and this is my only way of... Okay, I would like to plug these freaking tubes up <laughs> <laughs> okay that's a little bit twisted i like it <laughs> i'd like i'd like to plug uh our itunes everybody go leave us an itunes rating and review and don't mention yeah. uh how official we are or um how much better we are than other podcasts i mean don't name any other podcasts definitely say we're better than other podcasts but don't mention them by name because that's Guys, just like stop with all the, stop with all the racist reviews. <laughs> a lot well, of I don't, I don't want to cut any fans off. Each of these reviews, and it's hurting our rating. That's why we're not so low rated. because everyone's like, "I love the show," and then they're like going off like five or six hate speech words in a row, and it's just not cool. So no, I want to put an end to that right now. <laughs> just something I'm against. I've seen that they're actually reposting uh, reviews from your iTunes on Breitbart. They're <laughs> right up there with Alley. Yeah, don't let freaking whatever Bannendorf's name, don't let him <laughs> cause this war. It's not worth it. Anyway, love you all. Give you a big kiss. Good night. Good night. Love you guys. Bye. Oh, but. Actually, uh, yeah, that voicemail to call is 775-285-6224. And bye.